Welcome to the People and Performance Podcast, featuring guest experts from such global brands as NASA, Salesforce, the Milwaukee Bucks, Staples Professional, IBM, Mutual of America, Zero, and Simon Sinek Inc. The show offers expert insights into the strategic capabilities and behaviors needed to grow and sustain employee performance. Welcome to another episode of the People and Performance Podcast. Hey, this is Bill Bannum. Today is Employee Appreciation Day. Officially, the holiday began to appear in workplace calendars around 1995 and has since grown into a respected tradition. Its creation is credited to Dr. Bob Nelson in collaboration with his company, Workman Publishing. As one of the Recognition Professional International's founding board members, Bob Nelson's vision was to designate one entire workday across the US for recognizing employees' achievements. Now, almost 30 years later, more and more companies are celebrating this semi-official holiday in one fashion or another all around the world. And to celebrate Employee Appreciation Day 2024, Chris Bjorling and I couldn't think of a better guest to be on the People and Performance pod than the awesome Rob Catalano, Chief Engagement Officer over at WorkTango, a platform that offers employees a voice and leaders actionable insights. Using data science and natural language processing, Rob and his team help to deliver real-time insights to HR, executives and leaders on any initiative that requires employee feedback and helps companies measure employee engagement. Chris and I hope that you enjoy this episode of the People in Performance pod. And if you do, please remember to like, comment and subscribe. Rob Catalano, my friend, welcome to the People and Performance podcast. Great to have you on. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Why don't you start by taking a minute or two and telling our listeners about yourself, about the mission of Work Tango, and basically why you're such an awesome human being. Oh, gosh. Awesome human being. I got to <laughs> live up to that, uh, Bill. That's tough. But um, yeah, it's by introduction. Hello, everyone. Rob Catalano, a co-founder of a company called Work Tango in the HR tech space. Uh, we basically help companies hear the voice of their employees through surveys and insights. We help uh, recognize or award them in our recognition and reward platform and even you know manage performance through our goals and feedback platform. So think of it as a holistic employee experience platform. Um, you know, I've been in the HR tech space for over 20 years now, building companies, uh, everything from a people leader to a business leader and CEO to leading strategy uh, in what I do today. So it's just something I'm super passionate about um, when it comes to building better workplaces. And, uh, and many people ask, you know, did you study HR? Where did it come from? But I actually studied marketing and, and realized quickly all the, the, the philosophies and research on consumer behavior and all the data we have for our customers really wasn't purposeful for me. It was really about well, understanding what motivates employees versus consumers or how do you use data to, to focus on building better workplaces uh, and get that insight into the employee landscape. Uh, so it's just been a passion of mine that, uh, that continues on a couple of decades in. Okay, I'm going to challenge you now then, Rob. What's motivating employees right now? What are you guys hearing? Uh, what, what, what are the big intrinsic motivators at the moment for employees? Yes, I think it comes down to a couple of things. One is that when you know when employees can tie themselves to a purpose or a passion, um, that's what we're hearing in a lot of the uh, you know the research and data we get in measuring employee engagement and sentiment. Um, people want to work for a company. Um, sorry, they 
they don't want to work for a company. They want to work with a company uh, that have some level of purpose and passion beyond, you know, just going to work every day and earning a paycheck. So I think if companies can really lean on that and the corporate values and really what they're what they're doing at a broader scale, um, that's one piece of motivation. Um, second is, you know, I, there's a level of flexibility and focusing on the human versus the employee that I think motivates employees, right? There's some employees that won't go back to work, uh, you know, for a five day uh, in office session. Um, there's employees that want flexibility when it comes to um, time off and holidays or the benefits that uh, that are important to them and their family. So I think that's one major element as well. Um, and lastly, you know, I live in the world of, uh, of recognition rewards and listening to employees and a lot of the data that we get that drives engagements. People want to be recognized at work. They want to feel like that there's a sense that they're bringing value to the organization and, and companies that I see that are you know, implementing these types of initiatives um, are seeing just huge impacts in terms of retention and engagement, right? They want to feel like what they're doing has impact. Uh, so I can probably go on, but those are three that come top of mind of what, what our employees are looking for day in and day out. Um, and I think a, a close fourth would just be learning opportunities, right? If they can grow as a human, as an individual, as an employee and be qualified for their next jobs, you know, learning and development is a big part of that, especially as, you know, the, the world changes around us and a lot of upskilling is required in, in today's workforce. Okay, so on that professional development piece and ensuring that your employees, while they're with you, before they do perhaps move on in the future, uh, are, are, are fully engaged and all that kind of stuff. What, what are you particularly proud of at Work Tango in terms of what, what, what do you think you guys are getting right with, with your people? Yeah. So if I think about the last, you know, three years, it's been a you know, tumultuous time, everything from COVID and remote work and navigating through not only us providing a great employee experience, but even, you know, selling a platform and services that increase it for our customers. And, and that's been tough given the changes in the workplace and priorities and, and the economy. But for us, I think one thing we do really well is on that passion and purpose perspective. Um, you know, we have what we call a passion statement, not a mission statement, because uh, we believe missions end. And that passion statement is to improve work lives. And it's what we infuse into our day to day uh, conversation in the organization. It's the storytelling around how we're improving work lives. And to be honest, I'm convinced that you know, over the last three years has been anywhere between 300 and 100, sorry, 30 and 130 different employees that can get a job anywhere else. But they, they want to stay to support that passion and purpose of, of building better workplaces. It's a great reason to get up every day when, you know, people spend half of their work, their waking time at work. Uh, and if we can create a great experience there, it has influence on people's overall lives. Um, so that's one. And then, yeah, I'd be remiss to say as a recognition and reward company, uh, we drink our own champagne. So uh, there is a... a, a enormous amount of recognition for folks uh, behaviors the values that they're living um, obviously the performance and results that they're hitting so it's just a culture of recognition that you know we strongly believe in as we provide that to companies across the world but something we do really really well that i think helps motivate our our staff and talent also the people and performance podcast supported by fidelo inc is dedicated to offering tips and expert insights into the strategic capabilities and behaviors needed to establish, grow, and measure the performance of employees. If you enjoy the show, why not subscribe and give us five stars through your favorite podcast app? Rob is um, very well known industry he, he's uh you can often find him all over the place speaking at various different events he has been described to me on more than one occasion by more than one person as the ryan seacrest 
of HR. Everywhere spreading the good words. Um, but when he is in beautiful Toronto, where he's based, uh, Rob is involved with the Disrupt HR Toronto event series as one of the uh, one of the organizers um listeners of this show and the hr chat show will know that uh, i'm quite into the disrupt hr movement as well these days um big proponent of it involved with a bunch of different chapters rob tell our listeners about the the event the, the toronto chapter um it's one of the best in my opinion out there and um generally though what, what makes that disrupt format different yeah so for folks that um you know, aren't aware of Disrupt HR. I think one of the uh, the interesting parts about that event is uh, it's not like your typical conference. It's one evening and easy to access for people. Uh, it isn't, you know, speakers droning on for an hour. It is literally anywhere between 12 and 16 speakers doing a five-minute talk. Uh, a five-minute talk, which is actually structured in a unique way where there's uh, 15 slides that automatically change or 20 slides that automatically change every 15 seconds. So it's all these interesting quick punches and ideas and concepts that uh, you get to hear in a short period of time. But uh, despite it being, you know, the ability to listen and spark or inspire action based on what you're hearing, it's also a great way to um, to connect and engage with the HR and talent community. So uh, it, it's a unique event. Um, I got involved with it just because it's what I love to do. I mean, Bill, you know, you know, we, we started the whole Innovate Work uh, motion uh, many years ago in terms of you know, how do you bring HR folks together to be educated and engaged and inspired. So uh, Disrupt HR is unique, uh, a unique way to bring the community where I am in Toronto together. And yeah, excited for what's coming up this year, which uh, we're still figuring out. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Rob, as, as someone who's been a CEO and a business leader, how do you view the importance of building a great employee experience? Why is that important? And how does the employee experience, a great employee experience, improve performance of employees? Yeah, so you know, to your point, right? If you're a business leader, you know you care about the success of the business, right? And and when I think about success of the business, those are business outputs, right? It is your profitability, it is your growth, it's your customer satisfaction. Uh, for some companies, maybe it's not profitability, maybe it's level of donations that you've received or the sentiment of your community if you're more in a public space. But at the end of the day, when you're leading a business, um, you're focused on results. Now, the reality of results is those are outputs, right? Those, those things are outputs of the most important inputs that are, that are you know, able to make that a reality. And those are the employee behaviors that happen every day. So you, know, you ask, why is it important? Well, we don't get the outcomes of our business without the inputs of employee behaviors of what they build every day from a product perspective, um, the relationships they build with customers the and internally. Um, maybe it's the services they provide um, their customers as well. So, you know, if you think of it in just basic mathematics, right, you don't get the outcomes without the inputs of employees. So, you know, to your point, um, focusing on the employee experience is critical for not only business success, but there's so much data out there of how it's important for employee success as well. So if you think about employee success, that includes feeling engaged and motivated at work. That that's includes you know, wanting to stay at your organization and build 
uh, build your career there and learn and grow. Um, now, again, it's not an easy task, but uh, I've come to see over the years, you know, been lucky to work with hundreds of organizations, but when they do focus on the employee experience uh, in a very intentional and strategic way, not, you know, a quick program or a bake sale, um, that's when they start seeing influence and impact on these type of activities. So, uh, you know, I think if you're a business leader that doesn't think employee engagement or employee experience is important, it's going to be really hard to succeed. Yeah, what you're doing. Come on, get with the program. Um, okay, Rob, the next couple of questions that we ask in the People of Performance podcast are um, they're, they're pretty interesting. They're, they're a bit different to what we've spoken about before. We we use these in other ways as well. We create little um, clip shows and things like that. Uh, the first one goes as follows. In one minute or less... Can you share one piece of advice or some direction that you were given by a mentor, leader or colleague that inspired you to perform at a higher level in your career? Yeah. So over 15 years ago, I was told by a leader, Rob, use the art of data. And I had no idea what he meant. And when I probed a bit, art meant the absolute relative and trend when it comes to data. So art was an acronym for if you were sharing data with colleagues, with executives, if you just share people an A, an absolute number, it doesn't mean anything. For example, my engagement levels are 65%. Unless you have the R, the relative part of it, where it's relative to other parts of the organization or relative to other companies in your industry, without that, it doesn't have a lot of meaning. And the T is the trend. Maybe it was 85 last time and we're really going in the wrong direction. Maybe it was 45 and we're really improving. So since I've heard the art of data, it has definitely upskilled the way that I communicate results and data to executives, customers, anyone I talk about too. Um, So that really, uh, really changed my perspective and I think has helped me in my career. Thank you, Rob. Um, Next question. And you can have more than a minute if you want it. (laughs) And don't worry. Don't worry if you repeat a little bit of what you mentioned so far in the interview. Uh, This is, again, a standard question we ask of all of our guests. Uh, From a culture and people processes perspective, what does a high performing company mean to you? A high performing company to me is that everything is thriving, right? Not just the company, but the employees, employees within it. Again, in the state of being you know, repetitive, um, we just talked about company success doesn't sit in a vacuum. It doesn't happen by happen chance. Uh, the, the success and metrics that you measure success of an organization comes from what employees do every day to make that a reality. Uh, so a successful company to me includes you know, folks that want to be there are driving towards a similar purpose um, and mission. Uh, but it's not uh, uh, it's not in spite of one another. What I mean by that is we can't have a great company that's succeeding when employees feel miserable and aren't staying. And likewise, we can't have a happy place where employees are loving their experience and doing great things, but the company's not succeeding and they're not um, you know marching towards a specific goal. Uh, I always like sports analogies, but think about that, right? You can have the best player in the world doing unbelievable things, but if that person isn't winning the championship, the individual results really isn't where you want to be. So it's it's a collection of many folks going in one direction to win that championship. And again, if they're fulfilled and the team or the company's fulfilled, that's success to me. Rob, my friend, before we wrap up today, how can folks connect with you? You're all over the place. You're on all the socials and often speaking in various places. Tell us about that. And of course, how can they learn more about Work Tango? 
Yeah, I mean, I love connecting with uh, anyone in this this space. So uh, for me, whether that's uh, an email, rob at worktango.com, or uh, I'm littering many LinkedIn threads across uh, across the world. So love to connect there is probably the easiest. And then from Worktango perspective, you know, worktango.com and all the socials, as you mentioned, uh, is where you can get more information on that. And before I say thanks to Rob, I just want to add here, uh, listeners, that I've had the pleasure and honor of working with rob uh, on the innovate work events that he mentioned earlier on and uh, we've we've got to know each other over a number of years he is one of the best people in the the hr space he's a lovely lovely human being uh, always happy to help always happy to offer advice or connect you with people etc etc um so i could not recommend him highly enough and that just leads me to say rob catalano my friend thank you very much for being a guest yeah, thanks so much for having me and the, those kind words. You made my day, Bill, but uh, appreciate <laughs> all that you do in terms of helping connect the community as well. And uh, listeners, until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the People and Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe.